Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Marla Martinson. Uh, If you've been with me before here, welcome back. I'm so happy that you are listening. And if you're new, uh, welcome. I am a professional matchmaker for two decades. I'm a spiritual life coach, also an award-winning author of six books. I can't believe it. And uh, what else? What else? I'm a tarot reader and an energy healer. I do all the things. You know, we're coming into Gemini. We're coming into June. My birthday's June 11th. And boy, I am a typical Gemini. It's like there's two people here and I there's not enough time in my body on the earth to do everything that I'd like to do. I have so many interests. It's interesting because um, I've had, you know, a couple friends tell me during the pandemic when they couldn't work and Uh, It was winter and this and that. Oh, I'm so bored. I'm going out of my mind. All I have to do is watch Netflix. There's nothing to do. And I thought, oh, my God, I could never be bored in a million years. I mean, between courses I'm taking, books I'm writing and blogs and reading, you know, reading and I could do yoga with on Zoom, go for walks in the park, um, podcasts and just all the stuff you can learn and watch on YouTube and meditating and diving into more spiritual practice and learning more about the tarot. And I mean, I could go on and on and on learning about the crystals. I have such a curiosity and I, I feel that that's a, um, an integral part of staying young, keeping the mind active, staying curious, staying in that space of, uh, keeping that childlike energy. I have that little kid in me that uh, will never go away, even though I am in my last, I'm going to be in my last year of my 50s, and I can't even say it. (laughs) I can't believe it. Uh, Also a big milestone for me is uh, I met my hubby Adolfo 20 years ago today, and I just cannot believe it. Um, A mutual friend, Sabrina, who is the uh, manager at the apartment building that Adolfo lived in, um, introduced us. She brought me to see him perform where he was playing. He's like a piano man, like Billy Joel. He performs, sings, and plays piano. He was playing at a place called La Marina Inn in Playa del Rey in Los Angeles. And she brought me there. And afterwards, we all went for drinks at her place. And here we are. Uh, 20 years later and something interesting about that um, before I had met Adolfo so when I met him I was 39 I was 38 I was turning 39 uh, the in three weeks later um, and before that I, I had been divorced for what was it uh, five years from a French chef that uh, if you read any of my memoirs you'll you'll know about that uh, right. I talked about that in Diary of a Beverly Hills Matchmaker. And anyway, so I had been uh, so five years single and I had dated up a storm. I, I was living in Chicago and 
it was interesting because I, I had come across so many men who were not available or I found out they were married or if they were single, they weren't interested in having a long-term relationship with me or they just wouldn't call me their girlfriend or they, it was really, um, things that I, I come across helping singles now, you know, women who will call me on the psychic hotlines or want a reading or come to me for, with matchmaking or coaching. Um, and uh, so when, when I met Adolfo and immediately he, I mean, within a couple of days, I mean, he had already knew he had told his father within like two days of meeting me, I'm going to marry her. And within like that week, he gave me a key to his apartment. He was introducing me to his friends um, this is my girlfriend. I mean, within a couple of weeks, two, three weeks, he was introducing me that way. Um, there was no question. And uh, many times women will ask me, well, how, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. They want me to check in with the tarot cards or psychically. How, is, how does he feel about me? Is he interested? Or I, I know this guy. Uh, it's, you know, we've known each other for six months or a year, but is he interested? Well, um, I will say, from experience and from being a matchmaker, from my own experience and, you know, talking to men and knowing men, if a man is interested, you're going to know it. He's not going to just pretend he's not or be wishy-washy or just sit around and let some other guy, you know, snatch you up. He is going to let you know he's going to come after you. He is going to want you. Um, that's how men are. You know, they're, they're going to they, they're going to do that. So it's highly doubtful that, you know, if you know somebody for six months and they've never made a hint that they have a romantic interest that they really are pining for you. So um, that's just something to know, you know, to, to step into your power and to, um, gosh, I'm going to talk so much uh, more in coming episodes about this, but um, becoming magnetic <clears throat> to everything that you, you want, um, standing in that knowing and knowledge that you are deserving. You are a queen. You are a spark of the divine. You are, you know, this beautiful uh, expression of, of the God source and um, the right person for you will step forward, but frequency is always matched. And so when um, you are at a high frequency, when you're loving your life, when everything you do is at that turned on excited place, um, that's when things just come like a magnet. But if you are in the place where, um, oh, it never works out, I can't meet anyone, there's no good guys, that's, you're going to stay in that frequency and that's what you're going to attract. You're, if you say all the good guys are taken or, oh, oh, married guys always ask me out or no one's available, that's what the um, – expression that's the experience that you're going to keep having okay so you can i'm sure many of you out there can relate to that and um i certainly could because i and it's so funny because i always expected when i was at that time in chicago in my 30s um i after my divorce i i expected guys to break up with me because that was my experience. I, I, they didn't stick around during that time, but I had that frequency, you know, I had the frequency of that and I would even say it, you know, Oh, they always, and every time uh, I, some guy would dump me, you know, it was almost like a badge of honor. Oh, I got dumped again, which really I wasn't dumped. I mean, I went out with somebody once or twice or a few times. It's just, that's what dating's about. You're testing the waters to see if it's a good fit. But in my mind, I was so dramatic back then. Okay. I was, I was a drama queen. I will admit it. But I, every time 
uh, a guy would, you know, I'm doing air quotes here, dump me, I would go get my hair cut. And, find, you know, I had a, finally a pixie cut, you know, like it was back then Meg Ryan, that movie French Twist was popular in the 90s. That was my favorite. I loved her. I loved her style and her haircut. And I cut my hair like that. And I remember coming to work one day. I worked in a restaurant and one of the waiters says, Marla, you better stop dating or you're going to be bald. <laughs> so <laughs> that was, I, I thought that was pretty funny. So uh, everybody's looking for their soulmate, looking for twin flame. That's the um, thing I theme I hear about quite a bit. Uh, women asking, is this my soulmate? Uh, is this my twin flame? And, and putting a lot on that, the, this uh, idea, and it's kind of um, some words uh, that are tossed around a lot, you know, in the spiritual community and with, you know, people who are into spirituality. Um, and I'm going to tell you what uh, Red Eagle, who is a, a spirit guide that is channeled through um, a powerful shaman here in Los Angeles, who I work with, who's my teacher. Um, his name's Riz Mirza. He's a very powerful trans channel. And um, for three years, I've been working with him and his um, spirit guide, who's called Red Eagle, who is a Native American uh, spirit uh, who lived at the time of Andrew Jackson. Uh, so what was that, a couple hundred years ago now or something, but, or 150, I don't know. But but he's he's um, just amazing. And Riz does these circles of light where you can attend. And um, uh, he has, uh, he channels Red Eagle and Red Eagle comes around to each person and gives a message and you can ask a question. A lot of the times people will ask Red Eagle uh, about relationships, um, about when am I going to find love, et cetera. And I wrote a, a book um, that came out in December. It is a memoir called The Magic Seeker. And you can find that on my website or Amazon. It's a powerful, yet funny, uh, profound, uh, deep dive into uh, spirituality and channeling and um, all sorts of things that I, uh, how I opened up into my uh, spiritual gifts, my channeling, and um, all of that stuff. But there's a lot of Red Eagle's wisdom in there, and there's a lot of stories about Riz and how I came to work with them and things that opened up on the way. And uh, I asked Red Eagle at one of the um, circles, this one I think I asked a couple of years ago, and I said, I asked him about Twin Flames, and I asked him if my husband Adolfo was mine. So he says, he said, many people ask, so he speaks with this Indian accent, which is very charming, you know, so that's what I'm going to read this as in his voice, right? Many people ask for twin flame. Don't be so sure you want one. With a twin flame, you are not really going to relax. Twin flame relationship will bring up everything inside you until the twin flames find a way to surrender and accept each other. And I asked, I said, is Adolfo my twin flame, I asked? Certainly. Oh, boy. That is why you say, oh, boy. And you know, you do not have to stay with anybody just because you have twin flame or soulmate. You can recognize it and you can walk away, too. I, and I said, people make it a big deal. And then Red Eagle says, people make everything a big deal. He went on to explain soulmate goes beyond romantic connection. And it does not always and it, and it is not always a good connection. They play roles through different lifetimes. It is a very powerful, activating relationship. 
but you don't really want to kill your soulmate. Sometimes, hey, it happens. So a twin flame, you guys, those are the ones you thought you you know you might want to kill. Which <laughs> literally happens. Uh, it is rare to have a twin flame. Certain twin flame relationships are very obvious and some are hidden. And you rarely understand why they are together. Certain are obvious. That is a power couple. One is neither better than the other. Soulmate relationship is not more fulfilling than twin flame relationship. Uh, he, he talks about um, Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain. He says they were definitely a twin flame relationship. Um, that was a very activating relationship, wasn't it? Um, so what I say is it doesn't matter to label, label it. It doesn't mean it's more sacred or powerful or, or special or, oh, my God, I'm with my twin flame. And, you know, it's, it's for me, working in this matchmaking industry, having been married three times, and many relationships, dating, what I see, and you might really relate to this, is that the most important thing is to find someone that you can connect with someone who respects you, loves you, you can have fun with, you can laugh, someone that you are a good match with. That's, that's the, the key. That's, that's a challenge these days. And people will often jump into long-term relationships with someone just because they have that uh, romantic spark, that sexual uh, igniting spark and think, okay, that's my soulmate. When it's really not, it's hormones, it's attraction. Um, it doesn't mean that that person is going to be a good mate for you, a good match, a good long-term fit. So I think that's where we get tripped up in this society, in the Western culture, where uh, we'll, we'll often, you know, get married very quickly after meeting someone or move in or whatever when it's not. We haven't even done the due diligence of really taking into account, do they have my values? Are we going to, you know, do we have the same ideas about money, about raising children, about uh living space about all these things you, you, you haven't um, we haven't taken the time to to check in about right so uh, I think that's very important so I have uh, what was I going to say oh and I also want to tell you guys so um, speaking of circles which Riz holds those circles I do my own circle of light um, on Saturdays, most Saturdays. It's not been every Saturday now, but you can go to my website, MarlaMartinson.com. I have them when I do have them. They're on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Pacific. Lasts about an hour to an hour and a half. I, I limit it to eight people. Uh, it's usually a group of women, and it's so magical. We do it on Zoom. Um, it's only $10, you guys. It's just like an energy exchange because I want to hold that space for everybody. And we come together and um, I do some energy healing for everyone. I do a little teaching or bring uh, guide people through a visualization, uh, balance the chakras. And then I go around to everybody and the guides. I channel. I channel a message. You can ask a question. I pull some cards. I may channel um, either my guide, Thomas, or the Galactic Federation who comes through. I, I've been channeling since I've been working with Risen Red Eagle. I've been opening up to uh, the ET energies, the galactic messages, the galactic guides, which is something I never thought I never thought possible. It's very interesting. You'll find out if you read any of my book, if you read The Buddha Maybe Do It or um, The Magic Seeker, uh, see how it, if you're trying to open up uh, more for yourself, you'll see how you can progress. And the things that I did uh, over, since 
late 2013 is when I started all of this. Um, and that's when the Buddha made me do it, a field guide to enlightenment. It's nothing to do with Buddhism, you guys. It's, it's a, a, a story about how a little giving away a little Buddha statuette led me to the path I'm on now. And um, it's, it's quite, I put so much humor into my books. They're very, you can see along the way what things I did to open up and how you can do it too. And you'll learn a lot. Um, and so my goal was to channel, to open up my mediumship, which that's been opening up and to see over the years. So really since 14, let's see, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, So over the past eight years, uh, the difference of, of when I started to now, it is a practice. Um, a lot of times we just think, oh, I wish, I wish I was more psychic or I wish I could read cards. I wish I could channel but it's wishing is not going to do it. We, there are some things that we have to uh, have to do, just like learning a language or learning something. So, um, it's, but but it, but I make it fun, and if it's something that you're um, serious about, you know, check out check out those two those two books. They'll help you a lot. Um, so yeah, just go to my website, sign up for the circle, and um, I would love to to see you there. It's it's just really. Um, something I look forward to so much. So now I want to um, take you through, uh, if you can, if you uh, have a spot where you can sit and close your eyes, or maybe you want to come back to this, or maybe you just want to, you know, listen, I'm going to just kind of take you through a little bit of a a guided uh, imagination, visualization to reinvent yourself. Um, uh, it's interesting because today's, you know, the 20th uh, anniversary of meeting my hubby. I, I think if you listen to, I think it was two podcasts ago, I had gotten in my car on April 1st. Um, and this is a real, really personal share, but I, I got in my car and I um, put a couple suitcases in there and my dog and I, and I drove, I drove away. I drove up to Seattle. I drove up to my mom's house. The dynamic between me and my hubby was not working for me. I was breaking down physically, emotionally. I couldn't function at the level I wanted to, and nothing was working uh, with the communication. And so I decided I've got to remove myself from the situation and reset and think about things that way. I was I was set to actually two days later. I was I had a plane ticket to go anyway to visit my mom but I just said I gotta get it I, I'm gonna go now and I, I want my car I, I'm gonna stay an extended period and I want to take more things than I can fit in a suitcase I want to take my dog our dog I wanted to take her so I did it and it was a, a three-day drive a trip up there um, it was brutal crying a lot of the way um, all sorts of emotions exhaustion I finally got up there three days later and uh unpacked things. I ended up staying a month and a half. I just came back this past Monday. And I came back because I wanted to bring back uh, Macy, our dog. He had missed her so much over the past month and a half. I would have stayed a little bit longer. I felt I needed some more time. But we talked every day on FaceTime and, you know, everything was fine on there. But there's still work to do. And what I've noticed is it's 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 really reinventing ourselves there's as as the years go by maybe especially with covid which has changed a lot of people's 
uh, experience. It's changed our jobs. It's changed what we thought about what's important. It's changed how we're going to have to work. Maybe many of us will have to stay home and work. Maybe many of us will have to find new work or uh, reinvent ourselves because our jobs are no longer, you know, there for us or uh, relationships and reinventing what, what's important. Are, is this someone that you really want to spend the rest of your life with? Is this something that you can uh, handle if someone is, let's say someone's mistreating you. Let's say I get a lot of calls about this the psychic uh, hotlines that I'm on, people that um, are maybe in relationships where the guy is not available, maybe he's cheating, maybe the woman is not treating them right, them right. And it's just not, it's just not working, but they are afraid uh, to let go or to make changes or to reinvent themselves, which I'm talking about reinvention because I have a new coaching program, a one-to-one coaching program called Reinvention Coaching, which is rolling out in June and this will be in support of, of you um, really getting to the heart of what's important, clearing out uh, blocks, um, delving into boundaries, codependence, shadow work, uh, really just reemerging like a lotus coming out of the mud into the life that you're meant to live, the life that you want to live, the feelings that you want to have about life. That, like I talked about, that frequency, that juiciness, that excitement for life, loving what you're doing and not just going through the motions. And so, so I'm back here and I'm doing my work. I'm, you know, I've got, uh, ah, I've got uh, some deep healing work uh, scheduled and lined up for myself uh, with my shaman coming up for the solstice. Um, I'm doing a lot of deep, still deep work on myself because we're the only ones that that we can change. We are the only ones that we can do the work for. We can ask someone else if they're open to listening, if they're open to shifting or changing or looking at things from a different point of view, Uh, but they may not be. And so we can only work on ourselves. And uh, so it's this, we're halfway through the year, my birthday's coming up. It's a big turning point for me. And um, I am reinventing myself as well. I'm moving more. In, I'm still going to be in the matchmaking, but I'm really have moved more into the coaching space because that's where people can make that transformation to find their own soulmate or really reinvent, uh, really have a powerful reinvention for their own life. If they come to me for matchmaking but don't do any work on themselves and you have all of these uh, issues, patterns that you've never looked at or worked on or cleared, you'll keep, still keep having the same outcome and experience. So somebody can come to me, you know, the men are my paying clients and they can pay me thousands of dollars and I can match them for a year and they'll never get in a relationship because it's the same uh, frequency, the same patterns, the same thing. So I really encourage uh, self-reflection, self-work, and uh, when we do that, that's when things shift because you, we can stay in this same space and the years will go by, but what's really going to change? So I just invite you to uh, just take a breath. If you want to close your eyes, if you want to put your hands on your heart, and just take a deep breath and allow yourself to tune in. Tune into yourself. Tune into your body. Tune into the voice of what's 
longing deep within you? What whispers are you not listening to? Just use your breath to connect with that part of you that's just yearning and longing for a different kind of life. And just let yourself clearly see, feel, or hear what you're longing for. And notice where you're holding tension in your body. Just send a little breath there. Breathe into that space. And you may want to journal after this experience, after listening to this, sit down, light a candle, write down your feelings, what you want to imagine for yourself. And just take another breath and allow yourself to become present to the feelings and sensations that you would be experiencing, you would be experiencing if you dissolved the obstacles, jumped across the gap, reached your goals, and are living the life you desire. Just allow yourself to see what will become available to you if you commit to your own evolution. Imagine what you'll be able to do, have, or experience that you can't right now. And allow yourself to imagine what will be possible for you if you commit to you. Just imagine knowing and trusting what you need. Imagine giving voice to your own desires. Imagine living life on your own terms, living a life of your own design. Imagine redirecting the energy you put outside yourself into your own life. And imagine ditching the pull of obligation to take care of another person at your own expense. Making your preferences a priority. Just taking a deep breath in. Just allowing yourself to to know that you are worth it. You are that spark of the divine. You can slowly come back now. And this is uh, what the experience is going to be in my reinvention coaching. We're going to get into that place where you can imagine yourself living the life on your own terms, collaborating with people in your life instead of negotiating with them, finding infinite freedom, telling the truth freely and openly, not being afraid of setting boundaries, knowing what to say and how to set boundaries. Conquering that codependence. So this is a a two-month program. It's eight weeks, once a week. And uh, we're going to do it over Zoom or the phone. And I just invite you, if you're interested, uh, go to my website, marlamartinson.com, and um, connect with me there. Uh, You can go on right now, um, as of today, March 21st, I don't have that coaching up on my website, but I do have boundary coaching. You can click on that, and it'll take you to my Calendly, and you can set up an appointment so we can have a, have a, a phone call or a Zoom to, to discuss it and see if, if uh, reinvention coaching is right for you. Or the boundary coaching, that may be what you want. That's a, that's a three-month program. Or you can just connect with me. There's um, information, you know, a, an email connection on my website for more info. 
So just connect with me there, and I would love to be able to support you in reinventing yourself. So we've got six months left of 2021. I can't believe it. Moving into 2022. (sighs) I'm just breathing this in. Before I go, I got to tell you a great manifestation story. So I sent this out in my newsletter today and I needed, since I went up to, I drove up to Seattle, I drove my car, which is a, a 2006 Toyota Scion XA in salsa red. It's still in phenomenal shape. I love it. But I drove it up there. I'd never driven that far. I've never driven that far in my life, actually. And I thank God my car, it was fine. It made it up there. And I left it there. My mom's 1995 Oldsmobile finally broke down. It's it's out. It's in car heaven now. We had a, a company uh, tow it away uh, last week, and she's too old to drive now anyway. She's given that up. So I was when I would go up there, which is a lot now because she needs some help. She still lives alone in a wonderful community and her home. But uh, she, I I want to spend a lot of time with her because she's you know having some issues. Uh, forgetting things and just it's it's I need to help her with a lot of things now Um, but I was renting a car and that was costing me like 500 uh, every two weeks it was it was getting ridiculous so I thought I need a car in both places so I thought I left my car up in at my mom's house and I came back to LA and I said uh, to Adolfo I said I want to buy a car I want to buy a car for a new car for, for here in LA and then one day when I'm not going back and forth anymore I can sell my Toyota so we went and I had, I said, okay, I know Kia, they've got a, four, a car for 14100 It's the Rio and I'll just get that. It's, you know, my, my Toyota was 14000 back in the day when I bought it and it's fine. I don't need anything fancy. I, I'm, as long as it's new and, and nice, you know, I, I don't care. I'm not spending a ton of money. So we go there with the idea of, of getting that, that one, the $14,000 car. So we look at it and now this, I'm going to say up front that this, was I, I thought okay yeah we'll be there a couple hours we were there from 11:30 a.m to 8 at night at one point in the middle of this around three i started having a breakdown because i was so hungry i couldn't stand it anymore i couldn't think or you know it was just and then the guy the wonderful salesman uh had a family emergency and he had to leave in the middle and then somebody else came in and helped us and so we anyway we drove we test drove the Kia but I had a, I had an idea in my head that I really liked that the Soul the Kia Soul S O U L and that was a higher um, more expensive uh, significantly more I don't know could have been six to seven thousand more and I and I liked that I liked the look and and I told Adolfo I don't like this cheaper car I don't like the look it's not exciting I I don't like it and he kept pushing me and pushing me and trying to sell me on it because of the price and I and I finally said listen you need to hear me I want to get I usually keep a car for 10 to 15 years I want to be excited when I get in it when I sit in it when I drive it I want to feel good not just have have a car there that's just functioning but and then he says okay I get it I hear you Let's and I said I am going to trust in the universe that I can easily afford this car that the the soul that um, it's it's going to work out just fine. I'm going to t- you know that money will come in that you know everything's fine and I'm going to go for that upgrade. And he said okay okay let's do it. And but then 
oh, the back and forth because, you know, they didn't, they only had two colors on the lot and Adolfo wanted me to get the one where you push the button with no key and he wanted no hubcaps instead of the hubcaps and that was, and they didn't have that model. So they were calling another dealership and that was going to be more money and then on and on. And you just imagine that's how, why we were there till eight o'clock at night. And, and I was just like, oh my God. And many times I said, forget it, forget it. I want to leave. I can't do this. I cannot my my nerves were frazzled. I was exhausted. And he's like, just calm down. Everything's going to work out. Just 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 wait. And I didn't bring a book with me or anything. You know, I, I was just like sitting there while they were trying to figure this all out. And finally, um, towards the end there, around seven o'clock, they, they, the guys, they said, listen, you've been here all day. You've, you know, blah, blah, blah. So there was a black uh, Kia Soul. It didn't have the push button starter and it did have hubcaps, but I didn't care. That was Adolfo wanted that. That's not his car. I I didn't care. So they go, listen, we'll give you a super deal on that black one. And I said, that's great. I want, because they were trying to push off a bright blue one. And I just didn't feel good about the bright blue. I just wasn't attracted to it. And I said, yes, yes, that's great. They ended up giving me that car for such a great deal that it was actually less than the than the four you know than the fourteen thousand dollar car because with the fourteen thousand it would have had three thousand more with tax and license it was actually less than the cheap car and so I said and we were I was like a doubtful look I I trusted in the universe to to say I'm worth it I deserve the more expensive car so I I, I said that's what I'm doing and I was given it at a way less price so. The moral of that story is in all areas, whether it's relationship, whether it's going for the, you know, thing, the, the thing, the car, the whatever that you really want, um, buying the organic food, uh, treating yourself with love, respect, honoring yourself, honoring yourself. The universe responds. You're at that frequency and you will be, it will be delivered. You know, your, your desires will, will come to you. So, I just want you to know that. So whatever you're seeking or desiring, whether it's a new career, healthier body, a soulmate, uh, more money, a new, different place to live, the right place. A lot of people are looking to relocate nowadays and they don't know where to go. And just sit with yourself, sit in, sit on the ground, go and sit on the earth, pull in Pachamama, Mother Earth's energy up through your root chakra, bring in light Visualize light coming down from the stars into your body. Fill it with light and ask for the answer to be revealed. We have all the answers inside of us. We don't need to ask outside. We don't need a crystal ball. We don't need to ask the tarot cards. We know. A lot of people will call me. They'll want a reading because they want reassurance. They want uh, they want uh, re- uh, to affirm, you know, affirm what they've been thinking all along. And just um, to know, to know that, yes, I'm on the right track. So I just want to thank you for spending this time with me today. I hope to see you at one of my circles and I hope to connect with you soon. And I'm sending you much, much love. Bye now. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker 
or my website, MarlaMartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.